Hello and welcome to the Create Me podcast. This is episode 37 and it's with local artist Kirsty Cameron. It's a really good chat um, with Kirsty at the Nat Miriam Studio Space. We spoke about two of her ongoing projects, which is The Locals Guide to Aberdeen and Second Home Aberdeen. So I hope you guys enjoy this chat and I'll be back as usual at the end for another little ramble. Alright, catch you soon. Welcome to the Creative Room Podcast. This is going to be episode 37 from the Anatomy Room Studio Space. And today I'm with local illustrator slash graphic designer um, and other things as well. <laughs> uh, my name is Kirsty Cameron. Welcome to the show, Kirsty. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I think it's like, you know, I was kind of like give the listeners a bit of a backstory, maybe. Like, I know from a lot of messages going back and forth and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But before we even get into our chat, um, do you want to give the listeners a little bit, a little kind of synopsis of who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. Uh, so my name is Kirsty. Um, and yeah, just like I said, I'm, um, I'm an illustrator and a graphic designer and I've previously had companies running, um, I don't know, graphic design and wedding stationery and um, going forward, I'm kind of, I don't know, I've got a few creative projects, I guess, coming up. So, yeah, I'm excited for those, right. which I guess we'll we'll talk about today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, like, um, if we kind of go back a bit, mm-hmm. what was your kind of early kind of creative influences in your life? Oh, um, I think my mum was probably one. Although mm-hmm. she'll she'll probably say that she can't draw and that you know she was never really very good at it. But I always remember my mum being really good at face painting when when there was kids parties and stuff and you know I would always I would always go to my mum for for just drawing advice and you know just just to do painting and stuff yeah. and yeah I think she was probably my my earliest kind of influence but I think just even as a kid and I was always quite happy just to like chill out in my room with coloring okay. books and like yeah, it was just fairly quiet, so I think that was just just the start of yeah. it, I guess. Yeah. Okay, and then where did you end up going to like study like graphic design and stuff um, and illustration? So I studied first of all at Aberdeen College. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied visual communication um, with a focus on graphic design as opposed to sort of digital. Um, and then I went to Harriet Watt University to study fashion communication. Okay, where so, about is, is that? Um, Harriet Watt is down in the Scottish Borders okay. in Shields. Um, so it was very small. Yeah. <laughs> Only had one pub. <laughs> <laughs> so we left a lot of time to study. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, it was an interesting course. You know, it was um, sort of everything that goes into a magazine. So it was a lot to do with journalism and photography and moving image and stuff as well so yeah it was an interesting course okay cool yeah. and then when did you kind of like so how long was you away for when you studying um i studied in gal shields for two years mm-hmm. um and college was two years as well so it was okay. four years altogether. right so you recently mentioned off mic that you and your partner kind of came back up from glasgow uh-huh, so how long yeah. was you in glasgow for then? 
um, just a year. Um, he was studying medicine, um, access to medicine, sorry. So we were down there for, for a year, that was planned. Um, but then, yeah, we we both actually prefer Aberdeen. Okay. We're both from Aberdeen, so, you know, we just decided to, to come home. Also, yeah. Glasgow was really cool as yeah. well. It was really, yeah. really good just to spend a year down there and, you know, sort of explore a different state. Yeah, and, like... I kind of often do this sometimes. I do kind of have a ramble and compare Aberdeen to other places. But yeah. in terms of kind of creativity and culture, how did you find that year in Glasgow and in comparison to Aberdeen when you left? It's funny because people always think of Glasgow as sort of a more cultural city, but mm-hmm. I've seen it as kind of the opposite. It's more very obviously Scottish. <laughs> 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 As in, you know, it was a regular sight on, on a Friday night to see, you know, like a nicely dressed up bloke in a, in a suit to yeah. then pull out a bottle of bug vest <laughs> from the inside pocket, you know. And um, yeah, so it was just, it was very obviously Scottish. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was great in the same way that we've got, you know, the new art and all mm-hmm. of our painted doors and street art here. There's a whole middle trail down there as well, which is really interesting to follow, and it's a good way to explore the city as well. Um, I would say they they probably have more, you know, places of interest, as in like museums and galleries yeah. and and things to go to. Um, I mean, definitely more than Aberdeen, mm-hmm. which is interesting, but you know, it's not it's not the life that you live every day. Yeah. So, I definitely think that cities are just what you make of them yeah yeah so you know you need to in the same same way it doesn't matter where you are if it's glasgow or aberdeen or edinburgh you need to go out and find things to do yeah. if that's what you want so mm-hmm. yeah it was interesting though i do right. i do like glasgow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more so than than what i thought i would anyway okay. all mm-hmm. right so you get you, you and your partner you came back to aberdeen and you mentioned that at the beginning of our chat that you kind of involved in lots of kind of different kind of projects. I think yeah. how I came to follow you and know you um, on Instagram was the Second Home Project. Yeah. And I remember um, my kind of idea of it was that it was based on actually having like a cafe mm-hmm. and also kind of art studio space. Yeah. But I probably don't do it justice, so you could do it more. <laughs> to, you, can give, you could do it more justice by kind you of You know what? Us. You've completely hit the nail on the okay. head. That's exactly what it is. So it's an open art studio and cafe space. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to provide a creative space for people who are already creative, yeah. but also, not more importantly, but to get people who aren't traditionally creative exploring that side of themselves. Because okay. I think that's a really, really important thing mm-hmm. to do. And, you know, maybe trying to get people to come down to the anatomy rooms mm-hmm. to do a painting class might be yeah. a bit much and a bit scary. Mm-hmm. But if it's a cafe, it's a big open space, it's somewhere you would go to chill out anyway, yeah. then why wouldn't you come mm-hmm. and, and, you know, just try it out? So, you know, obviously, the cafe is just a cafe. It would be lunch, coffee, cakes, you yeah. know, whatever. Um, but for the creative side of things, as well as providing the kind of space, there would be materials that you could use, yeah. you could just pick up anytime, um, workshops, classes, lectures, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm completely open to, to ideas for it. But yeah, that's, um, that's just the general idea so yeah. yeah and I guess it's still kind of like in process and an ongoing kind of project to actually get set up and established isn't it, it now, yeah. yeah it is um in terms of you know the business kind of side of things the plan is done 
Um, I still need to ask the bank for money, <laughs> <laughs> which is a horrible, scary part that yeah. I'm really not looking forward no. to. Um, but yeah, kind of finding the right premises is really important. You know, I don't want to just go in anywhere yeah. and then find that it's not working mm-hmm. and have to close and start all over again. That's yeah. not it's not something that I want. Mm-hmm. So finding the right premises just now is taking taking a little while. Mm-hmm. So I think just now I'm hoping for spring summer 2019. Yeah. And yeah, we'll just we'll see how it goes. No, it sounds like a really cool and interesting idea. I think that's mm-hmm. why I ended up kind of like following you and like the second homepage and stuff because. I think stuff like this, um, like your project, is so definitely needed yeah. in Aberdeen. Just to kind of like, we know we're saying off mic about how there's a lot of naysayers about, you know, Aberdeen and nothing ever happens and stuff. But then yeah. here's you at the forefront saying, well, actually, I like my hometown and I want to like do something really positive and interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It is needed. Mm. I mean, like we were saying off mic as well, you know, like the downturn of the industry yeah. is making way for massive cultural and creative changes and I think providing a space for not only the people that are currently involved in that but for other people to then become involved is really important so you know it just it just opens a lot of doors for for creative people mm-hmm. in the community just now and also for other people yeah. and you know for for kids for the for the next generation of creative people as well you know so yeah, just, no, I, think, I think that's really kind of spot on the nice kind of um hey you're saying it's just because like i work with a lot of young people and and when it comes to anything creative they're like oh no i can't draw i can't do that and yeah. it, also, it also kind of gets me a bit frustrated when people say oh no i'm not creative i think everyone can contribute to the like in terms of creativity and culture yeah and i'm guessing like would you kind of like you know once you guys do get established in the new year would you kind of look to do like workshops and stuff like that as well yeah definitely so um you know when we were doing our research Mm -hmm. um we put out a survey and we asked what people would would want to see what kind of workshops and classes and we got some really interesting responses Mm -hmm. Um, some that I probably can't do, okay. like salsa dancing. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I mean it's not to say that I won't, yeah. but I won't be teaching it. Um, <laughs> but you know, there was a, a lot of um, things that we definitely can do. You know, like abstract painting mm-hmm. or watercolor. You know, people that things that people maybe wouldn't have access to. Yeah, not everyone's got watercolor mm-hmm. pencils and pens and paints and stuff in their house and that's the point is that we're gonna have everything Mm -hmm. so you can just come in and use it yeah so it's um it's about accessibility as well i guess you know um not everyone can afford to have those things in their house yeah yeah it's not it's not cheap and it's not easy Mm -hmm. so um yeah i think that was a really important part for me as well is being able to to provide those opportunities for someone else as well. Yeah. Um, and it's not it's not just about, you know, kind of um kids that maybe don't don't have money or even adults that don't have money. It's about, you know, making sure that disabled or less abled people are, are seen and heard and yeah. able to be creative and people in minority groups, mm-hmm. you know. Um in the same kind of way I'd like I'd like everyone. To have yeah. that opportunity, yeah. so, so, yeah. so basically, have like a more central hub that everyone can have access to, mm-hmm. and engage with kind of creative opportunities. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely, yeah. It's really, it's really important that mm. everyone that wants to be involved can be. Yeah. It's not about 
you know, having a 70 pound life drawing class, yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be nice for me to charge that much, but no, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, when you first came up with this idea, was that kind of like, oh no, because like, I think for me, I think like, you know, also it's, you know, it's probably like, you know, the kind of, the financial kind of thing, mm. aspect of that, did that kind of worry <laughs> you a bit thinking like, okay, here's my business plan. I'm going to go to a bank soon and say, can you give me this money and be confident with it and stuff? Like, oh so the, like the fear and doubt stuff, I always kind of touch on this with people on the podcast. Like how do you kind of manage that? How do you balance that of actually saying, uh, disregarding that and then saying, no, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go to this bank and go with my plan. Yeah, I think, um, I think the financial aspect is definitely a scary thing, but I've done so much research mm-hmm. and so much planning and yeah, things are going to go wrong and yeah. I'll, you know, I'll make exceptions for that, but that's not even the bit that scares me anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, going to the bank and asking for approximately £30,000 yeah. is pretty scary, Yeah, but I think it was, it was worse for me trying to pick up a pen and get started. Mm-hmm. Um, just like any creative project or any anything you're doing, I guess, it's just hard to put that pen to paper and, mm. and just just start. But once I did it was it was easy. Yeah. Just to just to kind of keep going and, mm. and I'm back at kind of a harder part now where I feel like I can't really do anything mm. and I really want to. <laughs> but it's just um it's partially just patience as well, I guess, and waiting. I, I think that's kind of like a key thing when anyone's kind of starting even, you know, that aspect of like an independent business. Mm-hmm. It's actually that, that kind of patience. Yeah. You know, you can get everything lined up and get like, you, see, you know, everything's lined up in a row and you're ready, but just the, the circumstances are just that. It might take a little bit more time as yeah. well. And it seems like you're quite chill with that as well. You're like, cool with that. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, Made my peace with it. <laughs> I'm sure my poor partner wouldn't agree. <laughs> um, he um, oh, he just gets everything in the ear. His shame. Um, so he, he said everything from, "Hey, do you think these pots and pans are big enough?" To, "Hey, what do you think about this space?" And am I asking for too much money? And honestly, he's he's been a massive help. <laughs> um, it's been really good just to have someone to like talk to you about about everything so he's, he's been really helpful yeah i think i think the partners are like, it's always something yeah. like like not negative but like the good soundboard isn't it and the partner that will take you on and listen to yeah. you because yeah. your yeah. friends will listen to you for so long you know yeah like, the partners will like, be like give you those ideas and stuff and kind of give you keep you motivated and yeah stuff like that. Yeah. yeah definitely yeah. and i hope i do the same for him as well uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> say so positive yeah <laughs> But you know, um, yeah, like the second home, you know, that sounds like a really cool and awesome idea. But you yeah. also kind of mentioned that you've got like, a few other projects kind of going on, and one was that you're in the process of doing a book. I am. As well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I am. So I am currently writing the Locals Guide to Aberdeen. Um, only a few people actually know about this. Um, this podcast is kind of the, the platform for me to be like, okay, I'm doing yeah. it, let's do it. Um, it's just kind of like a couple of hours that I need to actually yeah. start. <laughs> um, so Sorry. it's okay. Um, yeah, so yeah, we're, we're writing a book and as I said, it's just going to be sort of um, an off offbeat, kind of really heavily illustrated and design-led kind of tourist guide but not really tourist guide people in Aberdeen can read it as well I guess um but I definitely want you know as many 
local opinions as possible yeah. as well. So I'm definitely going to launch just a survey of, you know, people's favorite places to eat, visit, and what do you do when it rains, and, yeah. you know, just all these, all these different questions and compile everyone's, you know, kind of answers. I might not listen to them. <laughs> I might just do what I want. <laughs> but they'll be considered. And, um, and yeah, I kind of, kind of put it in the book as well. So it's, um, it's the same as Second Home. Like, I'd like it if it was a, a sort of collaborative effort, yeah. you know. It's not, it's not just everyone's survey answers as well. You know, like, if people want to write reviews on something that they're especially passionate about or submit illustrations or designs or whatever, then, like... I'm more more than happy to. Yeah, to kind of I think this is it. I think that's a really kind of like um, key thing that Aberdeen's kind of missing. Cause I know like everyone, you know, if you're if someone's not kind of familiar with Aberdeen, they'll go to the tourist office, and yeah. I kind of not, this is not a negative kind of view on the tourist offices, but it's always kind of like you know the castles and yeah. you know and pictures of Highland cows and stuff yeah. like that. You know, and I think that that serves a purpose, and people you know can get on board with that, but. I think even if you're local as well, mm-hmm. there, are, there are things, even when I'm telling my colleagues about what you can go and see and get involved in, and they didn't know this, you know? So mm-hmm. they say, like, oh, I just wait for you to post something a couple on Instagram <laughs> or Facebook to get then I know what's going to happen. I don't know, but there is stuff happening. You just have to yeah. just engage with it and kind of look out for it. It seems, yeah. like, it seems like you have to have a quite a kind of a BDI on things that are happening. <laughs> but I think, yeah. you know, from your point of what you're doing, you want to open that up a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and I think it is just pointing out those things, you know, like, where do you find all all of these things that people don't know are going yeah. on, you know, um, and there is more than, than castles in history, as much as, you know, the history is, is very much needed, and Aberdeen is really interesting, yeah. kind of historically, if you want something that's, you know, a little bit more modern, and, you know, the same reason that you would go to Glasgow for, like, a night out, or to see something yeah. really, like, creative and cool, mm-hmm. you know, I want... I want Aberdeen to be in that same kind of space because it should be. Yeah. You know, there is really cool things going on. So yeah, I definitely want to want to highlight all of the creative and cultural things that are going on, not just yeah. not just the history. Yeah, and when do you probably thinking is that going to be like a couple of years kind of thing? You think? Um, I'm hoping for next year. Okay. I'm giving myself a, a deadline of of a year, so September next year. I'm hoping it will be ready. Um, I don't think it should take too long. Like, yeah, there's a lot of reviews and stuff to do, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping to, you know, kind of get other people on board and pull off some of the workload. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, because a lot of it, you know, a lot of it is kind of already done, like the introduction and you know just stuff about like getting around, which was easy to write or. You know, warnings about the seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping your sounds and your crisps. Yeah, yeah, keep that food close. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't feed them. Um, you know, yeah, just like random tips and like a little bit of Doric and stuff. Yeah. And just the the start of the book is done, so it's just the bulk of the reviews and getting everything else done is is kind of where we're at just now. So next year should be should be a fair deadline. All right, cool. So you like you you got a lot of things going on. <laughs> No, yeah, I take it you work full time as well. I do, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes, I don't okay. like to be bored. <laughs> okay. so you, obviously, that's a good thing. You like to keep yourself busy. I do. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. is there any other kind of projects you've got on the go that you want to tell us about? Oh like, my goodness. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> 
no, I think these two is... <laughs> these things are made. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I've obviously just got, like, personal kind of projects that I work on yeah. from time to time. Yeah. Um, and I still do, like, bits and pieces of graphic design for friends or whatever. Okay. But, um, but, yeah, nothing nothing crazy just yeah. now. I'm kind of... Kind of just focusing on the books just now mm-hmm. and letting second home take a back seat and yeah. just yeah yeah it seems good. like I don't know correct me if I'm wrong but it seems like you definitely there's an aspect of you you like being your own boss yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 100% yeah. don't like being told what to do right. so and you know you mentioned before you used to have like graphic design businesses and stuff when did that what age did that first kind of start um I started that it was actually a friend and I that started it up um Oh, God, I think it was 2015 that we started. Um, so, yeah, we did uh, we did graphic design and wedding stationery. So uh, we were called Paper Fox, if anyone listening happens to know. And um, that actually stopped when I moved to Glasgow. Um, Siobhan, who I started it with, um, stopped when she became a personal trainer. Okay. She was very busy and, you know, that was completely fine. So yeah. I took it on. Mm-hmm. And I went full-time with it. And when I moved to Glasgow, I actually thought it was going to be quite good for the business. But I ended up taking on a role as a support worker. And I was working sort of 40 plus hours a week. And it was taking a massive toll on like my mental health and just like even my physical well-being. I just I wasn't well particularly. Yeah. So I just I decided that Paper Fox should take a, take a back seat. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I actually I stopped being a support worker because it was it was too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was when you know the sort of business plan for second home came about, and I worked hard on that when I wasn't working mm-hmm. at my other job. So yeah, right. cool. I think you know it's a key thing. Like I think that comes up a bit in the podcast about kind of mental health and mm-hmm. taking care of yourself and stuff as well. I mean, somebody sent me like a personal message on Instagram and kind of asked me a question like you know like how do you kind of manage working full time. I'm a social worker and in that yeah. kind of career and also do the podcast thing. I think, well, is that kind of balance? I don't know. I think it's like having a good support network around you is yeah. a key thing. And taking a break as well. Oh, God, yeah. I don't know definitely. from someone actually is John Reed. Um, um, he has a blog, Mood or Collapse. Uh, um, yeah. And he kind of said, like, I remember some Twitter saying, like, oh, yeah, it's like taking a break. You know, you can allow yourself to take a break. I think that's such a key thing. Yeah. And I've benefited from that so much in the summertime. Mm-hmm. I focused on my job, you know, that was important to me. And like saying, I also kind of say to people, I'm taking a break from this, but I'll be back, you know, yeah. after some holidays and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of a really key thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, <clears throat> just letting yourself take a break as well. It can be yeah. really, really, really hard mm-hmm. to kind of, to kind of switch off, mm-hmm. you know, your brain is thinking, oh, you should be working and you should be doing this. And there's all these expectations that you, that you put on yourself, but actually it's completely fine yeah. to take a break yeah, and stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that you're going to be stopped forever. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just a little while and it can be so, so, so good for you. And, you know, it, even just to gain like a little bit of perspective, you know, when I stopped doing Paper Fox... I realised that maybe I didn't want to do that, yeah. you know, full-time forever and find what I did actually want to do and mm-hmm. what I'm focusing on. So, yeah, it was definitely it was really good for me and um, definitely having a good support network as yeah. well, you know. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people won't talk about, 
you know, kind of my mental health and stuff. And um, being self-employed can be quite lonely as well. Like, because you, because you just spend all your time at your desk and you're at home. And, you know, it's perfectly normal. But a lot of people won't talk about that. And um, especially when you move away yeah. and then you don't know anyone. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it just it just gets kind of worse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, there's definitely, there's nothing wrong with whoever your support network is, whether that's like your mom or your best friend or, I don't know, even a colleague. You don't know that well. <laughs> Just yeah. phone them up and tell them what's going on. Yeah. Like, it'll make you feel a million times better. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Don't, don't go through stuff alone. Like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely not. And I guess when you and your partner kind of came back to Aberdeen, it was just like, yes, I'm home, and yeah. you know, yeah, that was felt really good. Then. Yeah, 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 it was a massive relief. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely, and it felt more like I could kind of get on track with with what I wanted, and um, and I get, I guess he could as well, you know, um, going back to college again, which is great, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I'm I'm back doing what what I hope to do in the future and you know like I'm, I'm working in a cafe just now as well so it's just it's just keeping going with with what I want to do and of course being back around like all my friends and family and stuff as well is really yeah. really helpful so yeah, yeah it's good <laughs> no that sounds really cool I think you know like it's really nice kind of refreshing to hear like you know people come on and talk very positively about Aberdeen I yeah think, like you know just going back to our chat about the whole oil and gas thing, and that and I think anyone listening works in oil and gas hospital will be like, for fuck's sake, we're speaking about <laughs> the oil and gas industry. And I think, you know, I know people, that's there, they make their bread and butter, and I think, you know, they have family support, and I think they know that's all good, but just the culture in Aberdeen seems to so much be changing right mm-hmm. now, you know, and I think it's really cool that, you know, when you set up, you know, second home and stuff, and also do the book, like, you'll be highlighting that more. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah I think... I think that's all all it really needs is yeah. just just a little bit of a facelift. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that reading. It's great. Yeah. It's a great little place and the people are so friendly up here. Yeah. And, yeah, I just I just love it. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think I think it deserves it deserves a better rep than it's got. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, you know, me being from London as well, kind of like, you know, um, I was going to mention this in the podcast, you know, spoiler alert, <laughs> mention London again. <laughs> it's like, you know, there is like, like, when I have like friends and family come and visit, they go, oh, people are really nice there. Because you go through the rat race in London, people are just like, nope, no, yeah. no, just like, no one's really taking anyone on, but in Aberdeen, someone's kind of talked to you in a bar or something, because yeah. you're in the street, you're like, oh, how do I handle this? And just get used to this, you know? <laughs> yeah. So no, no, I think, like, you know, Aberdeen it is, like, it should get more props than it actually does. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. 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 And you're in the process, I'm guessing, of would you be kind of developing a website for Second Home and also the book? Yes, like, um, for both. So yeah. the website for Second Home obviously won't go live until neither the time, but there currently is an Instagram. Mm-hmm. So if there's any sort of updates or, or we run any classes before we're open, you can actually follow us. Um, I think the handle is just Second Home Aberdeen. Yeah. I think, or yeah. just Second Home. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 You'll find us, it's fine. Um, 
and I've actually just made the Instagram for uh, the local Sky Jabberdy. Okay. Like literally half an hour before coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like last minute. Um, so again, the handle for that is just um, the local Sky Jabberdy. Yeah. Um, and there will be a website for that as yeah. well, which I will make when I get home. Um, but it'll be more of a of a blog kind okay. of style. Cool. So that when the book is actually out, if something opens or if something closes, mm-hmm. we can just sort of update it. Update it from there um, mm. until such times as so much has changed that we need a second version, which yeah. might be in a few years. So. Yeah. I do, just kind of say, like, it's good to, I think it's really cool to have a blog because it can, like, I think a lot of people, because I've only been here, like, what, 15, 40, 15 years, and people talk about a lot of places that said, oh, maybe it used to be this place and that place, and yeah. kind of close, and then all you've got now is this kind of like the conversations or memories that people have. You don't have, like, actually a physical thing that you can look up and say, and then if it does change, but oh, yeah, that used to be there, and this. This creative thing used to be happening there. Yeah. You hear about so much stuff that used to be happening in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there was a period, I think, probably like in the early 2000s, and people kind of talk about all these kind of collectives and all these kind of places that were running up and stuff. And yeah. there's like a big kind of, there's a big push for it that it kind of just died down. And, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and again, I think, well, I don't want to say it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a di- it was a different time back then, you yeah. know? Um, where industry again was kind of more at the forefront mm-hmm. um and i guess i guess it is a little bit different i mean the the types of people that would have been here would have just been here for work yeah. and maybe weren't interested in those sorts of yeah. things whereas i think the people that are here now are interested in, in those types of things and i think you know like we've said, it's just a big shift, and yeah, it is pushing it to the front. Yeah, and, yeah, excited. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna think. I was just thinking, like, how the hell do you keep yourself motivated? Like, how do you kind of keep yourself just going? Or <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I think I don't know. I think a lot of it is just passion. Really, mm. I mean, I wouldn't do the things that I'm doing if I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, you know, if I wanted to spend all my time in the gym, then that's what I would do. But yeah. I don't. I want to eat cake and draw. <laughs> it's what I want to do with my life. So, um, so yeah, I think, um, yeah, just to stay motivated, you just need to be passionate about yeah. things. I guess it's just the same, same oh, with the podcast. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I know somebody, you know, I think, like, you know, um, it's like my mother in was asking me, I think, older generation, really nice, you know, and Annette was saying, like, so what's the end goal of this? I was like, um, I just enjoy doing it. <laughs> you know, like, just oh, for fun. Yeah, just for fun. It's like, oh, okay, fair enough, you know. So I think it's it. Like, I think, you know, this kind of, like, when I mentioned it, like, we spoke about these kind of things with previous guests about when saying, like, when you have this passion for this thing, it's like this unwavering passion. Yeah. And you're so committed to it that everything else just kind of falls into place, you know? Yeah. I think I remember, like, some of the interviews, like, it was actually Gary from Doris Skateboard, the first person I interviewed, and he said, like, well, if you think about money, the first thing, that's what you need to kind of make in the profit and that it's not going to work. Yeah. You need to actually kind of just remember that, you know, if you enjoy doing it, just roll with it, and then everything will fall into place a bit. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I think think that's definitely right. Um, I don't think people will buy into your business mm-hmm. if all you're thinking about is money because yeah. other people don't really care if you make money. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and and if all you're doing it for is money as well, mm-hmm. then when things get tough, you're just going to be like, oh, well, that's, that's yeah, enough. I'm not yeah, making money from up, this. Yeah, yeah. So, whereas, 
<laughs> I don't, I do plan on, on making money from mm-hmm. a business that obviously has to be profitable to continue. Yeah. But when, when I went to my accountant, you do, you know, like you categorize what your, your income and your expenditure is going to be. And um, I put in my put in my wage and she was like are you only taking that much a month and I was like yeah I mean (laughs) what she was like that's really hard to live on (laughs) I was like well that's what I get paid now so (laughs) like it's really just not not about that for me you know like if my staff are getting paid a minimum wage then so am I yeah so that's it's just it's not about that so yeah yeah, it's just uh motivate motivation is just it's just passion i guess yeah (laughs) so where can people find you i guess all across kind of social media if they want to kind of follow you um probably just my personal instagram Mm -hmm. is the best account but be prepared to find the occasional selfie (laughs) (laughs) uh so my instagram is just um i think it's underscore underscore cursey cameron okay um and yeah, you'll you'll kind of find both the handles for Second Tom and uh, the Locals Guide to Aberdeen when I add it in right. into my bio as well. Um, and yeah, you can you can follow me on there and just kind of get a, a brief overview of life. I guess. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Nice one. I really enjoyed that chat. Thanks you for coming oh. on the Creative Podcast. Uh, thank for, you for having me. No worries for episode thirty-seven. I'm just kind of forgetting now. What episode is that? My head is <laughs> my head kind of leaning to the side. <laughs> Yes, uh, episode 37 of the Create Me podcast with um, Kirsty Cameron. And yeah, if you want to come back on as well when Second Home finally gets set up and stuff, that would be awesome. Thank you, I that'd will. Be cool. Yeah, that'd be great. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see you again on episode 38. Bye, bye for now. So yeah, that was episode 37 with Kirsty Cameron. I really appreciate Kirsty for coming on for a chat and also kind of like, you know, sharing her story with us and the kind of creative projects that she's up to in Aberdeen, which I think will definitely be beneficial for the city. So thank you, Kirsty, for coming on the podcast. And next week, yeah, there'll be more new chats. Um, the week of, I think the first week of November is going to be all things, um, creating me podcast birthday kind of celebration, I guess, um, with a two part special with some returning guests. So I hope you guys enjoy those episodes too. And yeah, I'll be, um, probably be more busy this month and next month um yeah going into like december i think you know lots of kind of big up the dean kind of christmas market stuff so i guess you guys if you follow me on instagram that you'll see all that um and yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i'll catch up with you again for episode 38 next week all right take care for now